at, at one time or another. It's basically come down to whether or not you have prepared yourself to deal with it. And the, the only preparation I see at this point, um, besides living as healthy as you can, is, is the vaccines. Um, the numbers are going up, but the deaths are going down. That tells me, and I guess that tells scientists as well, that the vaccines are working. Um, but the spread is crazy right now, man. Jimmy, how shook are you? I don't want no parts of it because even everybody I know that's still with us that had it, talking about body aches and headaches, I don't want none of that, y'all. Yeah. I mean, there's I'm still cool people that's, that's, yeah. that's losing yeah. their lives to it. Our age, people we know, Yo, people we know of. I don't be trying. I don't be trying to. I don't be trying to beat Debbie Downer with y'all, but yeah, all of that, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, B. Austin be telling what us how what they said it was like five stages. You were in like mid stage yeah. one and thought you were no gone. seven. It's seven, seven stages. Seven stages, and I felt like I felt like I was in the seven yeah. stage, but no, I was in. There's nowhere like near one. the seven stage, so it makes <laughs> you wonder. Nowhere near the makes you wonder how the seven stage feel. I wonder, remember last year, Jim, when um, uh, saw, you see it, when she had the uh, the joint? Oh, and my God. She, she pretty much, out of here. right, she pretty much tweeted or IG would seem like her last couple messages on earth. And then, you know, somehow she got out. I wonder which stage that was. Because she was, man, she was who, super who was wheezing. This? She was hooked up to everything. The, 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 Lady from Philly with the country cooking restaurant that you know sent her son oh, on yeah, the prom yeah. with camels and yeah, Lamborghinis. Yeah yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So I thought she was up out of yeah. here. She left two messages sort of where legend. she could barely talk. She was wheezing, tears was running out of her eyes. I don't even think she knew she was crying. It, it was bad. I'm yeah, like, I, I, I definitely never want to be laid up like that. Right, right. But yeah, you I see it. That you see God's work. Here. You see it. Yo. All I know is I walked in the room on Tuesday and when I came out it was Thursday, but I still thought it was Tuesday. <laughs> just consumed you. Pretty, yeah, yeah, so, pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the craziness, you know, that we're still dealing with here, man. I'm like Jimmy, I want no parts of this. But like I said, I've I reserve myself to the to the notion, like it's gonna happen. Even though, you know, we're about to be back in the house. Um the so only I thing we really leave the house lock for in. is youth sports. And in our county, all of the gyms and stuff are starting to shut down. Um anyway. So, you know it, it's a matter it's it's just a matter of time before that's gone again anyway and we're gonna be back to Yo, what, what, living that hermit what, what life. Really, get my Instacart really uh, account back up and running. Mm-hmm. What's really unfair is like after you go through this, it's like I went through it, I'm good. No, you can get it again, and that really like I really don't think that's fair. Like once you have it once, and you've been through what some folks have been through, I'm trying not to throw myself in there, but like you shouldn't get that again, man. Like it, it, that's not yeah. fair. Man. I'm hiding you, right, but I got a I got a uh, trip and. Supposed to be like I think it's twenty first or something of uh supposed to be an ATL and right. I don't know same here in March you know they don't you know they don't y'all don't care down there anyway you talking so. you talking about, talk about ATL it ain't even that it, it ain't even that it's ATL is that it's too close to Florida man S&G. Yo, don't come within don't 
come within a thousand miles of Florida, yo. Yeah, yeah they got well, they, different. They, they beyond they they beyond the Omarion in Florida. You know. it's something See, that's Florida, that's, like they made, made it made it stronger survive, and you know it is right. But that's the difference. Like in 2021, like we thought, you know, the whole mantra for 2021, at least the second half, is yeah, we back outside, we back outside. I mean, I'm back inside. Right, me and my family. I mean, we took four vacations just in the summer alone. And, I mean, I'm talking like four vacations in a matter of five weeks. Because at the same time, we wanted to be back outside. We was careful the whole time. But we also knew that there was a big chance that we were going to be right back here. So we was like, we got to get it in while we can get it in, you know, before 2020 comes back. And I think, you know, 2020 was was always coming back. Um, and I believe that because it was always you always had the people who weren't cooperating. You know what I mean? So you kind of knew that that it was gonna get back to this point. And um, um, yeah, Skyview in the chat room, what up? He said he said yo, be my high school girlfriend. Um, currently in ATL. <laughs> He's like y'all be safe over there. Yeah, it, it's it, I'm with you, Jim. I I got an ATL trip supposedly in March, but. I don't know. So yeah. now it's like it's like four different things that spread around down here. You got COVID, you got the flu, you got AIDS, you got homosexuality. It's all spreading down here in ATL, man, through the air. Hey, yo. <laughs> what is wrong with boy, man? All right, and on that note. You can catch all is, four of them man. things. <laughs> Before we get started, we just got to remind you guys that whether you're with us live on the air or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, either on our own website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode of The War Room. If you're a hip-hop fan, there's no excuse to miss an episode of uh, Tissue in the Tape with uh, Davis Backwards and Philmatic 365, there's never, especially if you love food, there's never an excuse to miss an episode of John Appetit with the Burtons. If you love Philly sports, never an, uh, an excuse to miss an episode of um, the Broad Street Line with, with Roy and Chris. Uh, what else you got? You got, you got Big E, uh, H, and, and the homie Soup with Superstars. Man, it's just a whole lot on the network, man. Um, and shout out to everybody. I hope everybody on the network had a very prosperous 2021, and and we wish you a, a prosperous 2022 as well. So um, before we get started, let's let's tell everybody where these hot topics are brought to them by. And uh, War Room family, y'all know what it is, man. It's time for y'all to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie in 2020 or 2021, when we've told you about it every single week. Yo, 2022 is about to be the time, man. I got to lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining us, the War Room, and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. There's no excuses when you win. They give you your bread. They give it to you fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game start. Once you, you know, you might have forgot that Kyrie Irving is back and he's about to play in these road games, so you might want to switch something up real quick when when you see Brooklyn's on the road. Um, either way, you can join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, one word, all caps, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. 
That's all there is to it. You know, I'm glad I'm in here by myself because there was a, a extra amount of droplets flying while I was reading that. I don't know why, but <laughs> if I had that stuff, then somebody else would have had that stuff as well. Um, this is the stuff we think about every day now because of the dumbass virus. All right, man, big news in the world of sports, especially in the world of National Football League Society. John Madden died this week at the age of 85. Um, what did y'all like? What, what kind of stuff did y'all think about immediately when y'all heard that? Like, what's the impact that John Madden has left on football and and you guys in general, like individually? What kind of impact did John yeah. Madden leave? When I heard, when I heard the first thing I thought of was like, "Damn, I ain't no bull to still around." Um, he did, yo, yo he did barely. just skate the the public eye and just live his yo. last few years very quiet. I thought John Madden had been dead. Yeah, yo. Yo, I, me too, cuz I thought he died like a decade ago. I was like, yo, what's going on? He just, yo. he just I'm like, left her. He became a hermit. <laughs> He definitely left the public eye and was just quiet with it, even though his name like at one point, his name rang out every day. Like you, they, people talk about day, that you, video game at least every single day, but his name is so synonymous with it. When when people talk about Madden, you know the video game. I, I, at least speaking for myself, I had stopped actually thinking about John Madden, the person, when I'd hear people yeah. talk about Madden, the video game. Because it's just so popular the game, the game on its own these days. The game is definitely bigger than him, man, yo. But, uh, you know, it, yeah, yo, it's that like that, man. I thought dead. He, like, boy turned into Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, you know how he was moving all around the galaxy? And then he just went to Tatooine, and he was just gone. <laughs> yeah, so rest in power to John Madden, man. You know, you know. Because the thing about Madden, yo, he's a coach that won a bowl, but I think that, him as a coach is probably a third famous that. for. Yo, he was famous as a bro. He's more famous as a broadcaster than a coach. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean no doubt. And you know they always talked about where his love came from, like his love of broadcasting. It was basically because he was a coach and he just loved to talk about the game. He loved to teach about. Um, I mean he was a very successful coach too. I would say. Man, he might have been mm-hmm. Andy Reid before Andy Reid because he was one of those coaches where he, he did 10 years with the Raiders with like a 75% win percentage or something like that, but only won mm-hmm. one bowl, um, kept getting knocked out in like the, the, the championship round of the playoffs. So he was kind of like Andy Reid before Andy Reid and finally got that one uh, Super Bowl win. Yo, his, his – and that was in uh, the 76 season. His record in the regular season was 103-32-7. So, yeah, it was a 76% winning percentage, which is among the best in in NFL history. I think it is the best in NFL history for for coaches with over 100 games. Yo, what's more impressive is he somehow got seven ties. Like, how do you do that? (laughs) Donovan McNabb doesn't know how he did it. (laughs) <laughs> right, Donovan ain't know. One coach got seven, and Donovan didn't know it was possible at all. He's, Yo, he's a historian he of the like, game, uh, obviously. As a broad, as a broadcaster, I kind of compare him to like Wu Tang. 
like most people didn't know what Wu Tang was rapping about, and you didn't mm-hmm. really know what John Madden was saying, great. but it was hard. <laughs> now, it was, now it was, it was entertaining, man. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Right. Yo, God. Like Pat Summerall, right his longtime partner in Briarwood, coming to the booth and asked John, what's today's mathematics? And then he starts saying all kinds of Yo. crazy stuff. Yo, he Yo. was, you know, they, they give that title to, to Mike Fratello, the czar of the telestrator. But on a football level, John Madden was the czar of the telestrator. John Madden was, yo. John Madden you know, was one of the, yo. What it was for Madden, like the, the lasting impact for me was for me, as much as everything he did seemed to turn into shtick, it never felt that way to me. Like, I think a lot of people tire of and, and again, got to speak for myself, you tire of people like Chris Berman. Yes. Like I do miss, I do miss the the post game show, the the joint that he used to do with 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 doodoo lips back in the day. But then when you get him on the actual broadcast of games, even when he did baseball games, even when he did the home run derby and said back 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 like every single home run, like you get tired of this <laughs> shtick. But John Madden, I didn't feel that way. Like I always felt like I learned something. John Madden. I guess he was more – he was, to me, he's kind of like Hubie Brown with more of an no, entertainment no. value. Hubie, you just sit no, at his feet like your grandkid and just learn stuff. And I think you learn stuff from a Madden broadcast, but I think it's more of an entertainment factor in the Madden thing. I know what, you, I know what you're trying to do, but you went too far, man. Hubie in the class by himself, man. Like, you got to leave Hubie, Hubie alone. Madden, well, Madden like did Hubie. teach a little bit, but – but he'll be different though. He'll be he'll be is like, yo, he's like a historian and a teacher. Like he'll be is like a poor righteous teacher. Yo, you be so great. you be so great. He could bring a team out right now and go to the chip. They would still kick him out to the league because what he would teach, they don't even want players to know that no more. Y'all can't yo, say and that. Hubie, Hubie is on his like, he's so old too. He's the living like he's the literal version of I've forgotten more basketball than you've ever learned in your life. Yeah, he probably has. He's a historian, man. Like he he different. Like out of all the broadcasters, he different. Um, <laughs> but I get what you're trying to say though. So Madden, you I'm just saying he's of, way, that, yo, of that ilk. Nobody is Hubie, but he's of that ilk. But it's more of an entertainment factor to it because he's gonna hit you with the booms and, and, and the doinks. <laughs> If anybody listening today on the replay, today's mathematics is understanding cipher. You know what I mean? If you know, you know. But, uh, yeah, so rest in power to John Madden, man. Shout to Jim Plunkett. I don't know if he's still alive or not, but when I think of John Madden, I think of Jim Plunkett. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And them dirty, terrible Raiders. But it is what it is, man. You know, speaking Madden of. The game is going to live forever. Speaking of, Skyview, uh, a longtime, uh, lifetime Raiders fan is in the chat room. He's at RIP Coach. Uh, that was the first Super Bowl for me. I watched it with my late grandfather. Damn. I remember it like it was yesterday. Black and white TV, Amal Rashad on the Vikings. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I, I, yo. I, <laughs> he said he said he made sure that football games were 7 on 11. Tech Mobile was like 7 on 7. <laughs> yes. His, his impact is, is crazy, man. It might be immeasurable at this point. Um, but this brings us to our quote of the week. And our quote of the week um, is about John Madden um, after his death, but it wasn't really anything flattering about John Madden. And the quote reads, 
I have lots of opinions on John Madden. The creation of the Madden video game was not a great development for the, the U.S. It further glamorized violence and dehumanized black athletes, helping to establish plantation cosplay that has grown worse in the era of fantasy football. And this is a tweet from Dr. Andrew McGregor, a white guy. I don't know what he's a doctor of. I didn't dig that deep to find out. But does, do any of you guys agree with anything he said in that quote? Like, do you think Madden is responsible for the things that, you know, him and his video game that he didn't invent? First of all, do you think, you know, any of that is responsible yeah. for glamorized violence and dehumanization of black athletes? I think boys of life. Yo, think Bull's life is SMD. stupid. Yo, <laughs> SMD. Jump in the lake. Go back to sleep. Ah, F-O-H, SMD, go back to sleep. EAD. You know what I'm saying? How, well, gl- gl- glamorized violence. You know what I mean? How about chattel slavery? But anyway. <laughs> I mean, but how about... His, his, people's this probably own, his people probably own some slaves, so get out of here, man. EAD. This is football, though. Like, football has always been a violent game. And, you know... I'm I'm trying to figure out what he's doing or saying with the video game dehumanizing black folks. I mean, because I'm sure some black folks out there who probably agree, who are probably listening to us right now, like, y'all ain't woke. Y'all need to wake up because I understand what this non-brother is saying. Um, but I don't quite get it, especially, I mean, the game was just mirroring what the real game Man, really is. So if that's what you think the real game is, then I guess so. But is the game and John Madden responsible for it when they're just mirroring the sport that the game is about? Man, <laughs> I, I don't, you feel that way, E.T. You feel that way, E.T.D.U. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't really get what this dude is saying. I don't know if it's like a pander move to black people. Is this Dr. McGregor about to run for office somewhere and he's trying to get some black folks on his side um, by saying something like that? Um, I, I'm not even a you know a habitual Madden player or anything like that. You know, I've played the game before. In, in 2010, I tried to do my thing. Um, back when it first came out, I was doing my thing, but, you know, I never in all of my woke years thought about it in that light, and I still don't understand what he's trying to get at now. So EAD, FOH, SMD, you know, all, all the acronyms. ETD, all the acronyms, yeah. All right, so, um, yeah, that was our quote of the week, man. I don't know. I, I don't know. But rest in peace to John Madden. Uh, dude tried to, tried to shat on his very existence. He actually went a little farther. Um uh, they said he's a, a professor of history at Dallas College. Never heard of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. He said I fake Neil. This, this, was, this was another tweet. And, and this was a tweet somebody dug up from 2017 because the, the caption on the tweet said, this you? Like asking him, like, you you saying all this, but this you too? He said, the fake kneel down is the exact kind of play I would have used against my brother in Madden. It would have perfectly complemented my fake punt offense. So he sounded like he was a a habitual Madden player himself. But now that the man is dead, I guess he wants to to, to get a little publicity. My fake fake punt offense. Who talks like that? Right. He got the whole (laughs) – yeah, yeah. He's a pillow liar. 
Yeah, Time to move. Didn't on. get involved with any moisture in his life. <laughs> All right, so you know we're we're at the end of another year in sports. Um, so we usually do it a little bigger than this, but we're just gonna spend a few minutes highlighting some of the the, the best or greatest moments or most important moments of sports in the year of 2021. Um, I have a list, and then we can go, we can freestyle our own. I'm going to just, you know, give a little bit of what happened in 2021. Of course, uh, Alabama won again. Shout out to to Tobias, who we'll probably talk to in a few minutes. Uh, Tom Brady moved to another team in 2020, and in 2021 won his seventh Super Bowl. Uh, Stanford won the women's Final Four. Uh, we used to hear in Connecticut doing that kind of thing. So shout out to them. Uh, the Baylor Bears, they kept Gonzaga from a perfect season, and they won the men's tournament. Remember, in 2020, we didn't even have a tournament. Uh, what else happened? Um, uh, NIL, probably one of the biggest stories in sports this year. You know, now college athletes can make some money off their name, their likeness, their images. Uh, NIL is a is a big thing now. It's just a big old snowball rolling down the hill right now. It's going to do nothing but get bigger. Um, in the world of NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning won back-to-back Stanley Cups. Uh, something that we talked about, the whole English national soccer team um, fiasco when they didn't get it done, but then all the black players got a lot of vitriol on the Internet and, and all around the world. Uh, a few days after, well, the, the day of, the day after, a few days after, the Milwaukee Bucks won their first NBA championship since 1971. And then we had the Olympics. They were pushed back a year from 2020. Like I said, we thought in 2021 we were able to go outside and do this kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> the, the the Winter Olympics are probably in jeopardy right now. Um, mental health took center stage within the Olympics because of, you know, what Simone Biles did, basically quitting for a little while and then jumping back into the fold. Uh, We talked about that. We were a little confused at how she became. And quitting again. I I don't know. She she kind of became a hero for this. But in today's society, if you do anything in the name of mental health, LGBTQ+, all that kind of stuff. That's the stuff that really can't be argued. It can't be downplayed. It can't be spoken of negatively. Um, you're a hero if, if you do anything, you know, for that, for those communities. So uh, she brought that to the, to the forefront. And even though a lot of people who are into athletics would have been upset at anybody else for quitting for any other reason, you know, she kind of became a hero for it. Uh, what else happened? Um, the the U.S. put a young team out there and 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 won the the Ryder Cup. Um, and WNBA news: the Chicago Sky wins a championship. Shout out to Candace Parker, who's a member of that team now. Uh, Jimmy, I know you don't want to hear this. The, the Atlanta Braves <laughs> won the World Series, but one of the bigger stories oh, in baseball was. Shohai Otani pretty much being the face of the league. Um, see Stephen A. Smith's comments about that. Uh, but this guy 
pretty much does it all. I really don't see how they are going to stop him from winning the MVP for the next five seasons. Um, and then we had the whole vaccination thing in sports and cats like Aaron Rodgers lying about his vaccination status, Kyrie <laughs> Irving not playing because of his vaccination status and things like that. Um, what was the highlight of this first year for you fellas? Men, uh, I don't know if this is a highlight, but I would like to point to uh, two things in the world of football, F-U-T-B-O-L, that I don't think we saw coming, which was, number one, one Leo Messi moving from Barcelona after setting the entire nation of Spain, their entire economy behind with that contract of $675 million. I'd just be liking to hear it. He moved on to PSG with his uh, ex-teammate, now his current teammate, Neymar, and he took a pay cut because now he only gets paid 35, uh, 30, I'm sorry, $41 million a season. That's down from a hundred and whatever it was a season. And uh, Cristiano Ronaldo moved back away from Juventus and went to Man United. Not really improving them as a team. I think a lot of people thought that his arrival would somehow vault them to the top of the English Premiership, but they're currently sitting at six. Not Cristiano's fault because he's still at damn near 40, scores a goal a game, but the rest of the team is some shite, so they just don't win much. But uh, those two things, I don't think uh, I don't think anyone saw the two greatest um, soccer players arguably ever moving away from their respective clubs the way that they did to go elsewhere. But, um, yeah, Dev, Dev loves to hear that. My man was getting $120 million a season. <laughs> and then Jimon had a great year as well on the pitch. And um, mm-hmm. I can speak for Jimmy, one of his highlights of the year, um, learning what futsal was <laughs> for 2021. Jimmy had never heard Basketball of Basketball with your feet. Basketball with you your see feet, people though. often talking about yo. Often talking about some, uh, yo, 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 who the fuck is these people? Yo, anyway, um, yo, Lionel, yo, all you need to know is Leo Messi made 120 million dollars a year. That's all I need to know. I don't care what he plays. Do for Black Lives Matter though. Anyway, yo, no. um, <laughs> yo, he the highlight of my year is like um, dehumanized black the whole. Like Gian- Giannis, like turning into a legend, man. Like for me, that Salute was just watching the playoffs. Doing it the right way, not riding on a um, banana boat to get it done. <laughs> the, the playoff run, you know, playing against the other team as well as his terrible coach. Um, you know, then winning the chip, having the having the game like he had the closeout game, which was insane, and then pulling up in Chick Fil A, like that's legendary stuff right there, man. So legendary for me. That was probably the highlight, you know what I mean? Chick fil A not giving him a lifetime supply of chicken because they don't care about games of amusement except for the ones they sponsor. They don't care because they know they they got you. But Mm -hmm. uh, seeing Brady win was interesting too because he didn't even play well for real, for real, but they still got it done. And somehow he still got out of credit, although he was ass. Right. Um, Like you said, even, even though he wasn't his best form of Tom Brady, like people will look at that anyway. I mean, not even – even people who can admit he didn't play great at all times, 
but there's something about dude. There's a there's a luck factor with dude, or maybe not a luck factor. Yeah. Maybe Tom Brady sold his soul hey, to the devil a long Tobias time ago, Tobias and he's still paying things to go his way. Yeah, and also things just give him a little credit though. So having him though. on your team gives you a chance, regardless. Not completely to poop on ball, but he also just doesn't make the mistakes. So sometimes it's better just to like, yo, I don't have to be great, but I ain't gonna let you. Just, I'm not gonna give you the game. Yeah. Yo, it hurts not just giving it, it hurts me to yeah. art, it hurts me to no Jimmy end. Jimmy just called him the game manager when he's he not on. Yo, hey, listen, Dink and Dunk. It hurts me <laughs> to admit that he's the greatest quarterback of all time, but because I hate him so much, but I, I, I don't think there's anybody better than Bull, man. I don't know, man. I do. Yeah, I do. Hard. I do. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I do I, too. Listen, but that, but that's not a diss to do, man. Like he is what he is. And I'm, you know, not going to crap on his name. I, I don't, don't even think, think. And listen, I'm not even. You putting? I'm not even on no uh, get off my lawn stuff. I don't think he's the best in his generation. I I agree mm. with you. I agree with you. I mean, we might not be thinking who, who about the same person in his generation, but I don't think he's the best in his generation. Yo, that boy in Green Bay better than him. That boy in Green Bay better than him. I, I yeah yeah. I want him to be better. I uh, thought the Bulls, I thought the Bulls and Colts were better than him. I thought y'all know, how, and y'all know how I feel about Dan Marino. So you know, but but, uh, he, but he is what he is. He's the greatest winner. He's been on the most championship teams. He, he I ain't gonna com- I ain't gonna comment on the Colts ball. But yeah, I will no, say that's that what I said. We're not bad. thinking about the same person, but yeah, but yeah, I don't I don't follow them narratives. The narratives corny. <laughs> Because the narrative could no, be the exact opposite of Brady. Like, he plays on teams that's going to make, you know, people not say the same things about him. But It was still dope he, to see know. him get it done, and then people turn their backs on um, Belichick and just, like, call him garbage, and then to watch him come back <laughs> this year. And, like, you know, Yo, so I that he Mac, still got, you know what I mean? I want Mac Jones. I never wanted Mac Jones to win. I don't even know who Mac who? Jones is, and I want him to win. Mac Jones. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. Um, what else? Uh, I, like I said, I'm going back to the NIL uh, situation, man. That is huge for sports. Um, you know, and then the fact that we have some top-flight athletes choosing HBCUs um, over Masters Universities. Um, shout out to Fred Purdue. Um, you know, it just it, you know we know stuff Shout out to the change overnight. We're not sure if stuff will ever change, but it still feels good to see stories like this. It doesn't feel good to see black people like fighting against it every time they get a chance to say something out loud. Like I don't understand that. Man, I saw I saw a pundit. <laughs> I saw a, a, a much respected pundit actually say that we live in a white man's world and we just need to learn to deal with it and dominate in it. I mean. That, that pundit must live in a white man's basement, because um, yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think gone are the days where we just have to keep trying to acquiesce to how they want to run things, what they want to do. Like, what the hell is wrong with trying to make change? Like, why would your own people go against you for trying to make change? First of all, change Yo, man, the matrix change in the way that it belongs. Change in the way that it originally was. <laughs> Before Master came and snatched you, you know, from your homeland. Hey, they did it the same way here with sports, the way they did it from Africa. 
So I don't, I don't, I don't really get. Um, I can see the the, the Gottliebs of the world being mad because he said something ignorant um, last week because of the whole Travis Hunter thing. But you expect that from them, you know what I'm saying? I just don't understand. I don't, I don't understand how I hearing the same type of stuff from our own people. But What's I think wrong the NIL you, thing is Listen. The, the NIL thing is big, and I think NIL is one of those reasons why some of these guys can forego the temptation of going to, you know, one of the predominantly white institutions um, for their, you know, their athletic uh, collegiate time. I think that's one of the big reasons. Like, you think you can go there before this whole NIL thing was was even a thing. Well, if I go here, I can still somehow get some money. You know, it might not be on the up and up, but I can still, I'm going to live better than I live if if I go do something else. Now, that you can make money off your own image and, and, and your own likeness, if you believe in yourself as far as your game is concerned and you and you live by that mantra, like, look, if I'm nice, they're going to recognize me anywhere. And if I can make money while I'm here, then it doesn't, ser- it doesn't necessarily make me, you know, want to go with the temptation of going to these bigger, more popular universities. So I think that was a giant story um, in, in – I, I just, just want to because I, I think it affects us something. more than it affects anybody mm-hmm. else. I, I want to address something that you said, and I know you you noticed, and, and I responded in joking, but for real, what group of people supports white supremacy more than black people? Man. We are our own worst enemy. Like we cowtail and and support them more than they even support I mean, true, themselves. True. So. No, I mean, truth be told, every culture supports white supremacy, and that's the problem because most of the time they don't even recognize that that's what they're doing. Yo, the craziest part about the Dion thing to me is, like, yo, dude plays cornerback and decided to go play for the best cornerback to ever live, and he got criticized. Like, forget forget their schools and all that. Like, yo, I want to learn from Dion Sanders. I play cornerback is my position, and I want to learn no. from Dion. If, huh? Dion, if, if that, I'm a corner and I look at Dion – with the googly eyes that every other defensive back in this world looks at Dion, I'm going to play for ball if he coaching at Bishop Sycamore. Like it don't it don't matter. That's my point. Like, I'm going, going to play for like, Dion in Philadelphia right. pharmaceutical yo, right. style. Yo, ball plays cornerback. Like yo, that's what I, that's what made me like, huh? Like yo, the ball plays cornerback. He wants to play and learn from Dion. Like, what else are we talking about? I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah, any anything else from this year that stands out before we before we move on, take some calls. Nah, man. I mean, you know, besides how COVID is that's a given. Yeah, COVID, COVID then ran through all the sports. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to watch NBA this week. Is like, yo, yo shout some out of the cats to... on the squad is like, like here. Shout out to the NBA opening its doors. And allowing uh, folks that we probably wouldn't have known or heard of to uh, to get an NBA run. Or people we just thought we would never see later. again. Yeah, man uh, mm. uh, is back in the league. The boy that gets banged on nastily every time he out on the court. What's his name? Lonzo Morning? Who the? <laughs> no, the, the, the guard <laughs> boy. The oh, guard Brandon boy Knight. Brandon Knight, Brandon Knight. <laughs> whatever his name is. Yo, he, he 
Yeah, is it Brandon Knight? No, it's Brevin. It's like it's like your name. No, Brevin. Brandon Knight was Brevin's. No, brother. Brevin. Yeah. No, I might have had a wrong name. Oh, my fault. Maybe it's Brandon Knight. I don't know. No, man. it is. Boy, you're right. It is Brandon. It is Brandon. It is Brandon. But I remember when so, um. Let's go, Brandon. DeAndre Jordan banged on him real nasty. I think Blake Griffin or somebody like that got him real nasty. Like he has some. But the, of the worst wasn't a bang. The worst wasn't a bang. That man, Ky, Kyrie, Kyrie took his soul out of the, out of his spine. Uh, yeah, the, uh, but, rookies. <laughs> yo, he they getting embarrassed, but he played hard, man. But they, they knew I was but there. They knew he was there, though. <laughs> they, they definitely knew he they was knew there. I was there, though. They knew he was there. All right, shout out to Brandon Knight because I think the last time his name probably came up. In the war room, we probably was giving him like a rest in peace shout out. He's back from the dead now, so we're gonna see who catches him this week while he in the league. All right, man. Hey, uh, before we take our calls, um, just gotta give you guys the stat of the week. This is NBA related. Just wanted to let you guys know that there are five active overall number one picks who haven't seen a minute of action this season. You got. Overall number one pick from 2010 and John Wall, uh, you know his situation. He kind of just chilling, waiting he's for seen, he's to seen come action. up with a deal. He's been on YouTube killing. <laughs> you got Kyrie Irving, the number one overall pick in 2011, who has going to sat out this season because of his vaccination status. Um, they're finally, you know, welcoming him back to Brooklyn, but it's still going to be it's going to be a part time thing because he's not going to be playing. He's not going to be able to play in home games as long as he's not vaccinated. Um, you got the 2016 number one overall pick and, and Dan Simmons. We all know why he's sitting out, um, forcing his way out of Philadelphia while uh, faking mental health issues and, and losing hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars per game. I think he's up to over $9 million in salary loss this season. And we have the 2017 number one overall pick in Markel Fultz, who's still recovering from a torn ACL. Um, damn the fact that two of these dudes back-to-back were draft picks by the Philadelphia 76ers, and pretty much neither one of them plays for the Sixers anymore. Um, and then you got neither the 2019 number one overall pick in Zion Williamson, who's still out because he keeps having setbacks with his foot injury, and a lot of people think that's due to the weight that he refuses to lose. A lot of people think he's gaining weight on purpose as his out um, out of New Orleans. So, yeah, that's the stat of the week, man. Five <laughs> number one overall picks who haven't seen a minute of action this season. And who would have hey, thought guy's dying, Kyrie like, Irving was going to I'm going to find a whole different way. I'm going to find a whole different way. Y'all not going to criticize uh-huh. me like Kyrie or Ben. I'm just going to turn into the round mound of shit bound and just sit here until y'all get me out of town. Oh, I'm nice. Um, (laughs) The round mound of shit. (laughs) Sitting here getting fat so they can shit me out of town. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it on it with y'all. When I look at, when I look at, boy, I need y'all to help. Like really, really help me. Are they photoshopping dude? Because people do that. No, they're that big. They get ridiculous. They are they are photoshopping him. But what I'm yeah. what I'm saying is this: Watch this now. Why hear me out? When he gets traded to the Knickerbockers or wherever he goes, watch me spend like one month. My man gonna lose like a hundred pounds. Like man, he's literally sabotaging <laughs> on purpose. 
I mean, I think he'll. I think he'll. Of course. I mean, there's nowhere to go but down. He's gonna be in better shape. But I think he's Yo, always gonna have a weight problem. I seen. I seen. I seen a picture is. of dude. I seen a picture of dude, and we talking about he three forty. That picture looked like he was four hundred, dog. Yeah, that probably was shot. But you know what? They shop him on the other side too during the off season when he be looking like the incredible. Had him looking off. like he was a monster. And then in the they show like the first preseason game and he come wobbling out with that little dumb walk that he does. <laughs> yeah, he the Photoshop guy. Listen though, here's the yeah. crazy part. I believe that in my heart of hearts that he's gonna lose like a bean. But I also believe that he's gonna struggle because I don't. He's he gonna forget how to play ball. Like you can't just stay away from the game like that. Like you just can't. Like. It's a, it's different. Not not so, not at his age and not the way he plays. I agree with you. I think his skills are going to suffer. Yo, they're going to be like, yo, they're going to be like, look at all the weight Zion lost, but he's still going to be ass. He's going to be asser. Yo, Jimmy Jimmy said he's going to come out there and be Darvin and be Darvin Ham. Uh, have his hops back. But Zion already was getting enough. the shot punched like at four times a game. So. That's funny, anyway, though, because Darvin Ham is, is regarded as a very good coach. I mean, he's an assistant coach, but he's regarded as a very good coach. You have to coach. be a good I coach. Never... He couldn't play. Why, though? I've never watched Darvin Ham All play basketball and say, yo, he looks like he's very cerebral with the game. Like, I never watched Ham and, and said that. But I mean, maybe, though, because that's how undersized – I mean, we know he had hops. But undersized dudes. What was a six-five power forward yeah. with no skill? Yeah, they pretty much carve out a you nice ever, career because of the stuff, you know, because of what they know about the game. So maybe seen, I just got to go back and Pat watch some, play? some Darvin Ham tapes. You ever see? You ever see how like the Pat Riley play? He looks like yeah. he was a hack. Yeah, he was six five. Well, but at the same time, look at how you know, especially when he got to the Knicks in the Heat originally. Like that, his, his hacking ass personality shown all over those teams. <laughs> Maybe yeah. in L.A., Doctor Bus wasn't going for it. Like we're not playing like that. But when he left, uh, he turned into the, the yeah, Riley. Some of the best coaches ain't had no game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, true, definitely. Um, I expected what's the name to be a coach? What's uh, B. Austin's ball? Um, from Connecticut, point guard used to be with the Sixers. Uh, Khalid Alami? No, don't nah. even say his name. Nah. No, that ain't who he's talking about. <laughs> boy, did, boy, did we, boy, did we all better than. Boy, did we all better than. Everybody Yo, on the, each time I don't say his name, than. I don't even remember his name. I feel old as hell. I'm even forgetting everything. Kevin Ali. Yeah, Kevin Ali. All right, Kevin Ali. He's not better than he was Kevin a coach, Ali. though. Wasn't he a college coach, though? Yeah, he, Kevin yeah, he was a coach. He was a coach. He, he coached UConn. They, they did something stupid and lost Kevin his job Ali or something. Kevin was like some that? six foot three shit. I don't know. Did he get caught up? Did you meet? Did you, uh, you meet to somebody or something like that? I said you meet. Did he meet to somebody? I, I think it was something like that. He did something stupid. I don't listen. I don't want to put, I don't put no smut on his name. So, so I don't know what he did because I don't want to put that on his name if that ain't what happened. Well, right now he's the head coach and director of player development for Overtime Elite, a professional basketball league for top prospects between sixteen and eighteen years old. Founded in twenty twenty one. Um, I ain't trying to put no dirt in his name, man, because I know uh, your man Doug Overton was out here wilding when he got a head coaching job. Yo, Doug Overton. Now, the stuff that he was accused of doing now, if he came out and said, I got some mental health issues, I would believe him. Yo, <laughs> Doug Overton was seeing young ladies that he liked. Doug Overton saw young ladies that he liked and pulled his hammer out. Like, yo, this is what I'm working with. <laughs> yo, Doug Overton out here running around with Urban Meyer. 
No, Doug Overson is part of the Justice League. Call me Flash. Yo, you like this or no? No. Yo, Doug Overson, Urban Meyer, and Brett Favre. And Brett Favre. Yo, just skip all the small talk and pleasantries. Either you win or no. How you doing, baby? Take a look at this. trying to be more efficient, but he don't want to waste no time. Like, just get right to it. It's all about being efficient. Scabby said uh, Ham is very interactive on Twitter. Maybe invite him to the war room. Maybe we should, man. We haven't um, even tried to get guests in a long time. I, I would want to talk to him. I would ask him that. Like, like, I, would, I would ask him, like, how you become a coach? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, yo, when you played, I didn't really watch you play unless you, you know, was on Sports Center and you got a breakaway. Like you never, you, but you never like, were a cerebral player, so like, right, right, like, we even gave you, you a chance. It's your bum I, ass. <laughs> he, he gonna hate y'all by the time he finished with that. Because I'm gonna say this B. Austin speaking. Um, how you get a gig? All right, so let's let's go to the phone lines before we talk about what happened this week while y'all were on the grind. And we got the homie Tobias calling in from out in Arizona. What up, Tobias? Roll damn tide. Roll damn tide, and tomorrow we're back at the Roll Tide Invitational. Uh, you know, there's always one constant. Alabama is there. All right, here's the thing with this guy. I know that second receiver, John Metchie, got hurt. And the media, who I don't think watches the games, they're like, oh, I know Cincinnati has two top cornerbacks. They tell me they go cover. But here's the thing with this. Nick Saban ain't stupid, people. He already know this. <laughs> they talk like this guy's rich co-type. Uh, <laughs> Damn. But, th- but one thing look at Cincinnati, I think they're a good team. I don't know Alabama going to blow them out by 30 or anything like that. But they run – everybody's missing the one thing here. They run a 3-3-5 deep. And for the people that don't know that, you run a three defensive linemen, three linebackers, and five, and five DBs. Alabama saw that against Ole Miss and Arkansas, and they ran them into the ground. Because Nick Saban, unlike some of these other coaches, he ain't trying to reinvent the wheel to do what works. And also, Alabama has the best quarterback. It ain't even close. But when they lost to Texas A&M, not like Texas A&M, they got a lot of pass rush and the quarterback hit throws because the cornerback got hurt. Josh Joe gets a pass interference every week like he's on a Sunday TV show. You know what's coming. But uh, also they had a lot of miscues. And Cincinnati is going to have to hope for Alabama to have turnovers or stopped on downs, you know, uh, to win this game. And we're just going to be honest here. They ain't winning. Uh, but if they do win, I'm blocking Jimmy. And be awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but Jim, you see, this this is this is Tobias leading up to the game. He real cocky. Hey, the game starts. He hey, gonna start hedging. When the game starts, he gonna be calling everybody on um and everybody on Alabama trash. And you better block. <laughs> hey, I'm going in. I'm gonna take their dodge charges. And we're gonna take their dodge charges and their white women from where they mess up. But uh, you know. But uh, just let y'all know that. Because if, uh, if y'all lose, I'm sick. I'm sick. Roland Martin on you. Hey, Roland hates me. Hey, me and him have truths lately. I ain't said nothing to him. But uh, don't worry. Alabama ain't gonna fail. Nah, nah. Yeah, he unblocked me one time. I'm about to say because he's usually like a block type of dude. He don't like. Yeah, he ain't blocked me. 
But uh, don't worry. I don't think Alabama's going to fall on their face worse than Candace Owens did when he tried to interview Trump. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> she did play herself. She might as well say he touched my hair. But, uh, you know, but that was once. Like, you know, and like, you know, you start twice a year in sports, right? And it got me thinking, like this vaccine stuff, right? I was going to ask all these athletes out here. You got these idiots, like a Washington State football coach. He got lost a couple of million dollar paying year job and he didn't want to take it. And if people's question is affecting them of it, when the last time you heard of a kid getting chicken pox? That's all I have to say about that. Uh, you don't hear about chicken that. When we were coming up, you had kids out of school regularly for chicken pox. You don't see that now. So you can't Shingles, tell me it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but uh, it's showing that these leagues now, it's not anybody who's the best team who ain't got the coronavirus or, like, with these protocols. But I do question if you're asymptomatic and, uh, and you have no, no symptoms or anything like that, you vaccinated, boosted up, why are you still sitting out two weeks? If they talk about, oh, what, the unvaccinated player, I'm like, the hell with them. They made a choice. <laughs> you know, as Nick Saban says, you're either on the bus or you're in front of the bus. The bus still well, they, they're changing all that. They're turning it down a little bit for the unvaccinated players. Um, so th- it is going to be less time that they have to sit out in most of these sports. Um, I don't yeah. know. It's crazy. I mean, they even changing those rules in society. They're talking about, like, even mm-hmm. with school, they're talking about people would only have to sit out five days if you're if you're vaccinated. Which still doesn't really make sense in in a school setting because, you know, you can still spread it, and all of these kids aren't vaccinated. You can't really blame kids for not being vaccinated like you can blame professional athletes for not being vaccinated. So, but yeah. but I think that's yeah. that's the pressure in society that they're putting on people to get vaccinated. They're basically saying, yep. look, society about to roll <laughs> right over you if you don't comply. So. You know, we letting these people out if they vaccinated. Even if they got it, we letting them out in the public. So if you don't want to get it and die, then you better mm-hmm. do what you got to do. That's what it sounds yeah, like to me. Yo, yo. Yeah, uh, one thing, um, if people like, you know, like with, uh, you know, the NBA, right? All I hear from the hot take media, because Kyrie's supposed to come back and be on part-time duty. And they and they talk like these guys are like, the Bucks or the or the Suns or the Warriors. What the hell had this iteration of the Nets done to get all these props to, to get the benefit of the doubt? They not beat the Bucks. Yeah, teamed up. That's all you got to do. They're not. They're not beating Milwaukee. You said I didn't get the chicken pox till I was twenty two. I thought that girl Claudette gave me a disease. <laughs> yo. <laughs> hey, yo! <laughs> he started seeing the shit on his skin. Like, what is this? That was one thing I wanted to bring up last week, but I didn't get a chance to. Uh, what is up with this whole people loving Jake Paul thing? Can we get him to fight a real boxer before I take him well, seriously? Jake Paul now wants to come to the NFL. I think it's I think it's trifling. <laughs> I think it's trifling that we have to even look at that now. Yeah, he want to come to the NFL. Say, he said he's going to come to the NFL and clean some clocks now. Uh, he, he's talking mess. He, he trying to see someone made a tweet saying declare bankrupts, like athletes fighting Jake Paul. That way of saying bankrupts and Le'Veon Bell was under it saying fight me, Jake Paul. Uh, mm-hmm. 
you know. <laughs> he was under it, like, proving it to be correct. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and the problem with this is, he's like, oh, he's interesting. He's fighting washed UFC fighters who aren't even, like, they may have a boxing background, but they ain't boxers. Look at Conor McGregor versus Floyd. You know, yeah. and, uh, and, and Woodley, he's a wrestler. He's not I mean, even I a boxer. I don't think Boyle can box anybody that had any real skills, but he did knock Boyle the fuck out. <laughs> that was vicious. He said he won a Canelo one day. I said, you know, Canelo don't, Canelo don't play don't play around, right? Nah, Canelo will end this. He don't want Canelo. But, but he Canelo just, doesn't you know, like him. He don't want like him. He just Boyle boots something nasty. Um, yeah. Canelo doesn't even like this dude Ferg, he's like he's making a mockery of the sport And I'm like, you don't want to get in the ring with that guy yeah, But no, Canelo's it's not like, fighting I mean Yeah, Canelo. because how long is a celebrity boxing thing going to go? Because, you know, may, you know, maybe some of these athletes Who've got step, more baby mamas than post moves You know, maybe starts lining up Because they need to pay some bills or something I don't know how this is going to work But uh, I, I just know, don't Frank, Frank I just, Gore after a while I feel like he's I know that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, call Triple G. He got he got time. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you, you know, saw but, Frank Gore getting beat up? <clears throat> yeah. You know, he got his booster. That's y'all king? I didn't know he retired. They finally told him, Frank, we can't come back no more, Frank. You got to do something oh, else with your life. You got to get another job. Retired. Retire. I think Frank he still retire. got his name in the free agency circle. He's Yo, just Frank ain't, he just, yeah, he Frank just ain't keeping retired. busy. Yeah, he's just keeping yeah. busy. What you talking about, Tobias? Frank Gore is not retired. <laughs> he might get retired. He continue trying to box. But yeah. Yeah. Hey, Darren Williams, Darren Williams, one one for light skin cap. Man, we gotta give him credit for that. Man, he gave them a, a win, man. But uh, I was saying, Chris Paul. So. Gary <laughs> Sloan wanted to slug him, but he was too old. But uh, <laughs> but one thing I'll bring up though uh, is that I just like the reason I like certain like talking to you guys and like listen to, like podcasts and stuff is because they don't just talk about the Lakers. They keep like, dude, they stink. It's over. They mm-hmm. made, they might about with the Lakers. That's what I'm saying. They playing in Westbrook. I'm like, bro, y'all. Y'all chose to trade for him. Don't get mad at him. Don't blame him for all your problems. That's how. That's what I hate about it. They're an older team. They, they are what they are, and they won one title. It's okay. You got a title out of this deal. But now, uh, but they want to blame everything else like a quick fix. No one's taking Russell Westbrook. And uh, and if I'm down, I would actually. I know AD is great. But we've seen he's actual number one. He ain't it. And LeBron, we don't know how long he's gonna play. Maybe he could finesse. Maybe he could team to give up a bunch of picks and some players to fit with LeBron because he fits best with role players. He don't fit best with another ball handler like Westbrook. And I wonder why teams just don't get that. Yeah. Well, at this point, I don't know. Like. He's probably too old to carry role players ready, like he ready, did, ready so. for it to be over. Yeah, because he can't be a point guard. He can't be a point guard going there because he's the point guard. Yeah. Uh, unless you're Mario Chalmers or somebody like that who don't need the ball. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Like they, they, they keep saying, I keep seeing stuff where they're saying the Lakers are interested in Ben Simmons. But it's like, okay, Ben Simmons is what? LeBron with – Less of a jump shot. 
But, but, I, but, here, but, here, but here's the other thing. He can't handle Philly media. Doesn't he realize that the Lakers fan base, the media is tough? They will eat him up. I mean, and that's, point, and that's, any and like, and, media, any fan base will eat dude up if he just keeps doing the stuff that he's doing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't gonna ask out of LA though. That's where these cats want to be. No, no, no. They ain't. They ain't. And I, and you know, and I want to give my guy John Morant props. But I also want to give my Chicago Bulls props. I know the media still talk about like a little engine that could. And I'm not saying they win the title or anything like that. Had to calm myself down from a couple of weeks ago. But uh, but it's like they, it's like all these other teams. Unless it's a Laker, they try to talk them in the championship. Brooklyn, because they teamed up. But it, the team up thing doesn't work as often as they think it does because Harden, Fat, and Wash, if you can't get to the line, Kyrie is like at like Oswald Bates over here, uh, you know. And KD, he he fell on the wrong horse. He's wondering why nobody cared about the Nets. Dude, no one cared about the Nets since Dr. J left. Uh, <laughs> you know? So I just think. I just tell you how they talk about these teams like the Suns, uh, some of these other teams like, oh, well, they ain't going to win the title. How do we know that? No one said Milwaukee was going to win the title, and they won. And they probably they were even better this year. Yeah. I also see the, the Lakers, and Scott used to say something about it too. He said it's done. I've seen that the Lakers and Cavs are nearing a deal to for uh, Rajon Rondo to go to Cleveland. Um Skyview said it's done, but um. But you know what? That's also a good story that never talked about. Cleveland's like top five in the East right now, and Mobley's killing it. And yeah, it's like I mean, it's um, a good story. I, I don't think anybody's talking about it because people don't really believe it. <laughs> They're just waiting but, but for it to, to end. But no, they you know at this point in the season, nobody expected you know no matter what happened, COVID or anything, nobody expected Cleveland to still be in the mix. And, and you know, you know what the funny are. part about this, folks, the NBA media, they're killing Dame Lillard because Dame doesn't want to leave. They <laughs> probably get Dame Lillard $50 million. I don't know about y'all, but I know all y'all are married. Do you think your wives want you to turn down $50 million <laughs> in hopes of winning a ring? And where the hell he going to go? <laughs> you know, the ring chase the thing a chance. It ain't guaranteed. I buy a ring with $50 million. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see what da- I see how Dad's living. His wife will make him take that cash. Uh, you know, uh, Jimmy got we more houses to build, and B also got to send his kid to like B also got to send his kid to I'm man. You to get that train. So I know they take you that money. Jimmy, a billionaire. Jimmy, a billionaire, and teaching y'all how to be millionaires. You know, you ain't got no money. Yeah, I know. You teaching yeah. everybody else how to be rich. <laughs> yeah, so but but, yeah, but but like they're making it bad that he take he might take the money happy where he is. If he's happy where he is, leave that man alone. Well, see that that's just because about we talk about this often. People like try to like you know put their thoughts, beliefs, and feelings on athletes. Some of these athletes don't care about your championships. They don't care about you know competing deep into the playoffs. They they love playing a game of amusement and making a living doing so. You know, some some are chasing ghosts, and some do want to, you know, be remembered, but not all of them. But you know what, Jim? Yeah. And you even said, you said these people putting their thoughts and beliefs. It's not even their thoughts and beliefs. They only believe that shit because they're not getting offered that kind of money. Mm-hmm. You yeah, do it because it's somebody else. As soon as, soon as somebody offers some of these people who act like championships is the only thing in sports, Man, like, it's entertainment one of to them. Top, Offer one of them dudes one, $50 one of the million, and they're going to say, champion what? <laughs> 
Yo, one of the top yep. three quotes of all time, and it ain't three, is from Michael Gerard Tyson, man. And that everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And or, or you can sit at home and, yeah. on your couch. You get hit in the mouth with that bag. <laughs> if somebody tell you fifty million, you know, to go play Istanbul, Turkey, you're gonna be in Istanbul, right. Turkey getting that fifty million. I'm gonna be my first question gonna be like, What's the exchange rate? <laughs> not, <laughs> not because I'm a, not because I'm thinking about it, I just gotta tell my wife how much I'm sending back home. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's yo, yo, Mike was wild, but that's that's literally one of the greatest quotes of all time because that's applicable to so many parts of life. Yeah. Or my other favorite, $50 million dollar man said. I play in the Total Response League in the Gaza Strip for 50 mil. Like, come on, man. Yo, the Gaza <laughs> Yo, and, and Tobias, you're right. The million dollar man, everybody got a price. Yeah. Or y'all he remember my, my guy, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Everyone has a price. <laughs> That's right. Theodore DiBiase said that, man. Shout to Virgil, man. Yeah. Everybody got to talk that stuff because they ain't getting offered but, that. I mean, half these people be selling out jobs, like regular jobs, to get like $3,000 more. And they be talking about these dudes ain't trying to win championships. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but y'all remember the you other left one. a whole job to get three grand. About. Oh, man, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, got, got, got the big cap hits. <laughs> yeah, you hear these guys talking about, oh, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, cap hits. They can't get this guy. Like, that ain't their problem if you can't sign a left tackle, <laughs> you know? Uh, Tom Brady will take the pay cut well, for years. He still has no weapons. Say, it, it could become their problem, but generally, yeah. money-wise, it's not. <laughs> well, when you laid up in the yeah, hospital. But, hey, you guys have a good New Year, man. Problem. You guys take it easy. Same to you, man. We wrap to you next week in the new year, man. Peace. All right, All right brother. Happy new, happy, new happy new Year. Happy right, New Year. Happy New Year. What happened this week while everybody was on the Grizz Nae? While you were on the Grizz Nae is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technology. Do you or your business need a custom website? Well, you're damn right you do. Go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. Let's go. Year. What you got to do, hit him with the year, and you good money. Um, shop digital stream technology. Now, the first story, Dr. Dre um, from NWA fame. He was ordered to pay his ex-wife $100 million in a divorce settlement. Um, you know, so I've seen, like, people on both sides of this saying, man, that's a, a lot of bread. Some people say, damn. <laughs> yeah, everybody, some people are counting his chicken like, well, damn, man, he got off night. And I guess right. Yeah. Oh, shout out. We should have said no. we should have did this about Tobias was on because when we were talking to him in the chat, he was like, "Dr. Dre got off like a bandit." I'm like, man, ain't no bandits in a hundred million dollar divorce settlement except for the person who walking off with somebody else's hundred million dollars. I, I understand. Tell Michael Jordan wife, she'd have right. laughed at that money. <laughs> True. I understand what he's saying in the, in the larger scheme of things. Like, dude is worth like eight hundred and twenty million dollars. Um. He has to give her fifty million now, which is crazy to be liquid fifty million and fifty million a year from now. Um, and but this is what would happen in exchange. He he gets to keep seven of the properties they own, including the Malibu home, two homes in Calabasas, and four properties in the L.A. area, including the hundred million dollar Brentwood estate that they have. Um, he gets full rights to his master recordings, trademarks, and interest in various partnerships and trusts. He gets to keep all of their Apple stocks, which includes the proceeds from the sale of Beats by Dre. 
Um, they divide in vehicles. He gets six of them. Uh, she gets four. So in the grand scheme of things, I understand what people are saying because a lot of dudes have been taken to the cleaners way worse than this, even though $100 million is nothing to sneeze at. Dre had a lot to lose, and he didn't really lose mm-hmm. the the real viable stuff. Any he didn't lose. He didn't lose remember, the things that make, him, that make him money. Remember, they're in California. California is a half state, but there was a prenup that she contested and she lost on all of that. So the judge pretty much agreed with Dre. Like, look, she didn't have you bobbing your heads. You know, she didn't have your mother's ears ringing, the, the heads ringing. So, so he gets to keep all of his masters and all that kind of stuff. That's the important thing right there. The the proceeds from the sale, which is an Apple stock, she didn't get any of that. So Dre gets to remain Dre. With with those two it's things it's right there, he can give her a hundred million and probably regenerate that hundred million in the next year. So. No, it's what Austin said. Austin said he kept everything that makes money and gave her just some liquid and chicken. The crazy part gold. about it is like exactly. yo, when you when you Take get that whips. level and you go through this. They put mm-hmm. all your business in the street. I was shocked that, right. like, yo, I was reading the Joe, and I'm like, yo, Dre got $182 million in straight cash, but only had like $6.3 million in the stock. Like, yo, Dre, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you, why are you sitting on so much cash? Like, what's wrong right. with you? Right. <laughs> See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if he bank. puts some of that liquid cash into something that's going to make him money, he can regenerate this $100 million in no time. Listen, you know what I'm like, we about to get detox. <laughs> he going to make this in no time because, listen, he about to put out detox. <laughs> He got mm-hmm. that deal with uh, Grand Theft Auto to be, uh, you know, produce that. So, Jake, Dre about to – he going to get more active. That's all you about to see. I got your bob in your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's so, man, so I mean – You make him feel young. Hunter Mills is crazy, but I, I, I understand. He doesn't have to pay spousal support. So, what, it's like you get this lump sum of 50, get? you get this lump sum, you get a couple of cribs, and you get some whips. I would be insulted. If I got some whips in the divorce, I don't chip goddamn cars. Like, but, but whatever. You know what I mean? She. Well, yeah, what's up with her, though? What's her at name? But, yo, seriously, though. I know, um, I know. What well, I on the Jordan, other hand. What, what do I need a Jordan do? Uh, a whole lot more than this. <laughs> yo, she got that. And, Tiger, and Tiger Woods. And Tiger Woods. Uh, oh, yeah. Tiger Woods chick got, like, you know, multi generational wealth. All back to the, all back to the, uh, them folks. Not, they said Juanita got $168 million in the dollar. I thought it was more than that. But I don't I thought it was more but it than might that. Have, it might be more than that, you know, with the other stuff that she got. Like she might have gotten some some stuff that's gonna make her money. Like y'all said, like Dre's so, wife didn't get anything that's gonna make her money. So if she go out and do some stupid stuff and blow her hundred million somehow, that's on her. Like there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, Dre barely got anything that's going to make him some money, so he can't get you nothing that's going to make you money. But, no, he, he got off with, with her not getting any of that Apple stock and not getting any of his masters. So Yeah, I mean, uh, you also got, like, Jeff Bezos on record has the biggest divorce settlement in the history. Well, yeah, it, it has to be because, you know, <laughs> he's more like, like, the richest, he like the richest boy in history, so. Just by yeah, Elon, 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 uh, Tiger's wife caught a hundred and ten million. Juanita caught a hundred and sixty-eight. So, yeah, look up McKenzie. McKenzie sure. caught like a good thirty-eight billion. Damn, what a big mother! Yeah, I just crazy part is craziest part about that is okay. everything that he gave her, he made up already. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yo, they said Michael Jordan's mansion. 
um, that I think she got in the divorce had a $97,000 property tax bill in 2019, but says has $199 a month homeowners association dues. Like, why they even list that? Yo, I pay almost $199 a month in homeowners. No, hold on, hold on. I don't understand (laughs) how. How is your HOA fee that cheap when your tax is that high? Yo, that's wrong. That can't be right, yo. That can't be right. They must have, because I'm wondering why they mentioned it. I'm like, they must be mentioning it because it's such a contrast. Like to the property tax, there's no way. It can't be, because if you're paying property taxes, right, that that means that that property has to be, you know, at, at least eight nine figure property. So, right. why are your HOAs that low? What do you? What are they doing? And and, the and in these days and times, your H your HOA be trying to do like a percentage of your sale, as far as what you you know pay them. So it says one hundred and ninety nine dollars a month. Maybe it's like one hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars a month or nineteen thousand dollars a month. I don't know. Maybe that's a typo. But how he paying the same thing some of my neighbors paying for <laughs> for a mansion that's worth that. All right. Yeah, that's crazy. Shout out to shout out to Dr. Dre though. Still rich. <laughs> Still Dre. Hey, listen, man. Pussy get another get burned. So I forgot about Dre. Anyway, um, <laughs> Yo, all the lyrics that apply, uh, say them now. Anyway, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar criticized LeBron James for his Spider-Man COVID tweet. Uh, LeBron James didn't respond and was like, "I ain't got no response for Kareem." He's like, "Can you read the caption?" I was asking a question. Yeah, so but he said I ain't Kareem, got no response for him. So Kareem gave him wrote an essay and to to answer the question. I think the the. The essay was entitled, Dear LeBron, Here's the COVID-19 Help You Requested in Your Spider-Man Meme. Um, I guess I, I, I'm, I've been going back and forth. With this. Like, I guess I see where the criticism lies, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Because Kareem basically saying, and B, I don't know, did, did you see the, the meme? It was that popular Spider-Man meme where the three identical Spider-Man are pointing at each other. But one of them said COVID, one of them said the flu, and one of them said the common cold. So the way people who are criticizing LeBron took it is, you know, like he's one of those people that are acting like these three are equal, like they're the same thing. Oh, all the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, you know, LeBron's response was he was asking. He was like, it just seems like we forget that the flu is going around, and, you know, especially with kids, you know, the common cold you know, that they get at, at school and stuff like that. Like, his his response to me really didn't answer any questions about that. So I I, I wonder if LeBron even understood what he was saying. But remember when, when we first started talking about the whole uh, NBA and NFL players getting vaccinated, wasn't LeBron kind of hush-hush? Didn't it take him a while to do it or at least take him a while to even yeah. – Confirmed LeBron, that he was LeBron vaccinated. Still might so these might be some of his beliefs. No, he no no no. He came out and said, "Well, maybe he didn't, but he did come out and say he got it." So initially he said, "I'm no, trying no, he to get got it. I know he got it." But so at once first, he got his information, he came out and said, "I got it." But I, you know, I think at at some point LeBron was like, "You know, I'm LeBron. Let's face the league. I have to play. I can't be sitting out, <laughs> you know, on some unvaccinated stuff." Um, but the way it went down just, and how long it took for him to confirm it. I'm thinking, well, maybe he had some reservations about it, and maybe he still believes in that kind of stuff. But Kareem, this this is how he he said, 
the meme's implication is that LeBron doesn't understand the difference among these three illnesses, even after all the information has been presented. Um, he also said in a post like that, um, James Shear questions, he questions the validity of the efforts to get the country vaccinated. Um, and Kareem said he found that especially harmful due to James's large following. By posting the uninformed meme, meme LeBron has encouraged vaccine hesitancy, which puts lives and livelihoods at risk. Yeah, yeah. Listen, here's the thing, right? I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it a foul while, right? And, and me keeping it a foul while. Y'all know Reem is my guy. I think Reem is the goat. But yo, FOH Kareem. I'm gonna tell you why, man. I just do not like think pieces based on people's social media posts, right? And I, maybe it's because right. I've been on social media back when social media was completely reckless and wild, and you could just go to the timeline and like, show me your titties, and they would. Yeah, so like and, I, and I know that was back. from a different. So and what you're saying is you want social media last week? That it's like a fake world, like you know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm from real. a different era, and, and, and the thing is, Kareem, right? And now let's dig a little deeper, Paul. Kareem, like, goes out of his way to let the world know that he's more than an athlete. Not you know, not that we mentioned LeBron, like no pun intended. Um, but. He wants to be seen as a He does. Kareem would rather you not even know that he played basketball. And exactly. He would have. He wants to be seen as an intellectual to the point where he writes think pieces about everything. Actually, as a matter of fact, Dev, on day, they kind of like poke fun at it. Like, my man right. would literally write a think piece about anything. Like, and this is not the like, hey, Steph, Steph travel. But it is not the first time he's criticized LeBron, but what, what he does he makes sure he puts balance to it, and he always, you know, he, he talks about how important LeBron is to this generation of players and how great of an activist he is, and then he'll take a shot at him, you know what I'm saying, on on, on yo, some other opinion that he yo, has. Yo, must got, like, some sort of a filter set up, like, yo, send me something I can write about. Like, he just, he wants to be seen as a writer and intellectual, which I respect. I respect that. But, like, yeah. yo, you can't even keep writing think pieces on people's social media posts, man, like. F-O-H, man. At least write a think piece on a conversation you had or something you actually saw him say, you know, that you that you have questions about. But and, he and literally also, wrote, to be fair, he, really, he literally wrote like three words, help me, people, or you know, help me with this, yeah. something he said. And, 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 to be, and to be fair, and to be fair, though, on balance, right, you know, Brian, you got chill, too. Like, as soon as he said it, I sent it to y'all, like, watch how many think pieces come from this. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, Brian should know. You know, you know, you, thinks ahead. I guess sometimes they can't even control. Yeah, so Brian. it's like, come on, man. I'm like, come on, man. So he got to do better. Reem got to do better, man. They all got to do better. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to have that reputation, if you want to nurture that reputation, you got to know what you can and cannot post. Like us, I mean, people know what we stand for, but at the same time, we don't go out of our way to push anything on anybody. So when we get into our ignorant bag, people still understand. Like, all right, yeah. they always been like this. Yeah. They good dudes, but they always been like this. He's to a point where you hey, really listen, can't man. do that. You don't have you. You really can't Diversi- do that. Diversified or educated, yo. Right. I'm well. I'm well read, but I feel like titties on the timeline. So Dame, we should get Dame to ah. there. Immature, Amen. diversified, and educated. <laughs> we still <have> a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Immature, diversified, there's, there's no maturity. There's no maturity. The author sent us a message like three weeks ago. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna repeat what it was, but he was like, "Yo, we ain't never gonna grow up." And the author ain't never no. lied either. Because what he sent, it was we all that was took co- the same way and, and responded the same Yo, way. Yo, it was completely, it was completely immature. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Man. I don't even remember what it was. 
See? You don't remember what it was. So much you sent like four of them a week, and we all agreed. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's we're funny. Never, and it shouldn't yeah, be. we're never growing. <laughs> nah. Do me under the bus. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Because I, I really man. think I like we're well, the type of dude. Still like titties on the timeline. Hey, we're going to be on our deathbed cracking jokes. And cracking jokes on each yeah, other while we, while we about to die. <laughs> yep. Hey, it was about them, it was it about them, them feet hands, uh-huh. the, that WNBA joint with toe, with finger toes? Because I'd be damned if I got tubes <laughs> in my nose. Yo, yo, yo my, that, I was about to say, it wasn't that. It wasn't the monkey monkey feet, you know. Um, but uh, yo, I, I really can picture, yo. like, one of us being on our deathbed and seriously making a request, like when y'all come to the hospital to visit, like, yo, just make sure y'all get my cell phone when I when I die. <laughs> like, like, yeah, so minus, so 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 minus cement, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I I I see all kinds of stuff, man. I got like that joint on fire for months. It's nope, gonna be a it's gonna be a do it. In, it's gonna be a do it in the game said. A damn dick. It's gonna be something. Like there's gonna be a lot of yeah. stupid stuff being said. One last time. Yo, or somebody never going yo, Speaking of yo, but speaking of social media though, right? Al Horford's sister, right? So she recently got married. Yeah, man, she recently got married. This can't be good. This and can't be though, good. Even though she just got married, she was on like a uh, Twitter doing like a marry f kill jump when when she was talking about NBA. The, the marry smash kill. Tatum. Yeah, that John, uh, Jason Tatum and Al, I'm not, I'm about to say Al Horford, that's even worse. No, Jason Tatum and, uh. Or teammates and his coach. <laughs> yeah, his teammates and his coach and put him on the list. And people go, like, yo, you just got married. Why are you talking about smashing one yo, of your brother's teammates? Yo, look at that like, Al Horford system, man. Never mind what y'all talking about. Why was I not made aware of this? <laughs> yo, because she don't like <laughs> Philadelphians, first of all. But, um. Yeah, she said she would uh she would smash Tatum, she would marry Jalen Brown, and she would kill Coach Doka. Um, so yeah, they 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 frying her, but she started going in. She started taking it. Uh, she started getting a little too fake deep with it. Um, let me read you out some of the tweets. Uh, the first of all, whoever put it out there, that their account is called Carson Wentz Stan account. So something wrong with you right there, but. It said Al Horford just trying to hoop and his sister doing this. So her original tweet said, only because I have to choose, marry Jalen, smash Tatum, kill Ime. So as the 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 hate started coming, as the as they started dragging her, she tweeted, has to delete my marry F kill tweet. Men hate women. This is why we can't have nice things. She went on to say, what? I'm married, yes. My husband is an extremely secure Englishman who thought the tweet was funny, and that's how you bag a bad bit. <laughs> then she went on the tweet. She wouldn't shut up about it. Oh, some of these men are so insecure. Centuries of being in charge, and a strong, funny, independent woman comes along and has you losing your goddamn minds. Another tweet, stay mad, sticking her tongue out at him. And the last tweet says, oh, no, a grown woman speaking openly about sex and sharing lighthearted opinions. Gasp. How horrifying. L- LMAO, chill, guys. Um, forget her husband. Is that appropriate? Just because these are your brother's teammates. Like, I don't want, like, if I'm your brother, you don't need to be telling me who in my locker room you're going to smash. First of all, it's, it's, it's inappropriate 
Let me give my, my Anna Horford assessment because this shows how old I am. I was unaware, yo. Shout out to the Horford family, Tito, Tito included. Uh, if you know, you know. Um, it's inappropriate because your brother hoops with these dudes. So that alone, she's out of pocket and needs to be checked. She's one of these modern women. Number two, you're married and you obviously don't respect your Caucasian short husband who you probably married for the bridge. Number three, she is cute in the face, but she's a sponge dumpty. I checked the oh, yeah, I ain't checked the body. I only saw she's a little square. Yeah, she's square, SpongeBob SquarePants. So, you know what's crazy? Yeah, like, she her is. behavior, no disrespect to, to her, like, you know. The, uh, you know, have been a loud mouth. Like, her, behavior, her behavior online and all that makes her, like, uglier, in my opinion, that is. Like, yeah. Of course it does. No, she got a very cute face. A lot of it her is because of, like, how she carries herself. I know that's crazy, but I'm, I really believe in that, yo. But she can carry herself a certain way, and it don't matter, like, if she's Bernice. Well, I shouldn't go that far. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> Bernice could put a swastika on her head, and it don't even matter. Anyway, but the thing <laughs> is, this chick right here, though, getting back to her, she's out of pocket, yo. You just got to hug me, yo. And he's a noodle, too, because... We got that annulled as soon as you wrote that tweet. You sure be? I don't know what picture yeah. I'm looking at, but this don't look he like a noodle for Marion. I might be on the wrong she photo. Dad's on his research. Yeah, but she, she definitely for show purposes. She always got something to say. Um, my question to you, brothers, before we get out of here, though, what do you do right now if you're Jason Tatum? <laughs> I'll be like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably already did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just speaking from experience. He'd say, I can get a, if I'm Jason Tatum, I would say, can I get a Tatum smash? That's what I'm saying. Like, do you act on it and no, then really make Al mad? And you come into the locker, like, swinging your hammer? Like, yeah, your sister know what it is. <laughs> Doug Overton style. Yo! Yo! The crazy Down part is at this point, right, even if he don't, like, you still got like a little trash talking. You know, do talk trash anyway. She put that in the public. If I'm the reason teammate, I believe like, he's gonna hear about it. Because I can't really find a picture of her whole body. <laughs> I'm trying. She got, catfish. She got decent boobage. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get about there, man. Let's let's get about here. I do my research offline. Yeah, she might be. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I said, I don't see nothing no below, food. but she don't look like what B she said. No, but I can't tell. for the spank bank. She got no <laughs> spank bank material out there. Anyway, um, so <laughs> that's what happened this week while y'all were on the grid night. Yeah. So that's what happened yo, y'all got to grow up, yeah, yo. Y'all got to grow up. I'm serious, man. This is sports the book. Yo, if y'all tired of reading that sports bull, y'all know what it is, man. Just get your copy of sports. Smart people only read the sports. It's a mixture of sports and hip-hop culture and war room sports lingo. Keep you on the edge of your seat to keep you laughing like you're watching a comedy special. Just go to sportsthebook.com or get your copy from our website at warroomsports.com. Just don't miss the movement, man. December 30th seems to be um, the Shanahan Fire Days because December 30th, 2013, Mike Shanahan, who was at the time the head coach of the Washington Foreskins, um, was fired from that job. 
But also, five years later, uh, later is wrong. <laughs> five years earlier, <laughs> on December 30th, 2008, Coach Mike Shanahan was then fired by the Denver Broncos. So um, I guess this is a, a date that Mike Shanahan really don't really, you know, he don't bang with like that. So I guess when this day goes by and nothing bad happens, um, it's pretty much a good day for him. But we like to give uh, these Mike Shanahan firing days a nice war room salute. Um, it's a historical moment, so at least in the Shanahan family, man. Let's get up out of here. <laughs> yo, that's what that be awesome, yo. That's her husband, yo? <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Oh, yo. Full pronouns, yo. <laughs> yo. That's her husband. What's her, what's her husband? Yo, what's her husband pronouns, yo? <laughs> they. <laughs> they her husband? Yo, I'm in trouble, man. Yo, she got bald headed lesbian for a husband. Yo, he must be filthy rich. Yo, I know people listening have no clue what we talking about, man. Y'all gotta, um, y'all gotta Google Anna Horford's husband. Yo, from Saturday Night Live, yo. Yo, yo, I'm like a white female cancer patient, like. Yo. Yeah, hey, yo. Alright, so listen, yo. Yo, then Kevin Garnett in trouble for that. Shout out to Bill in the waiver. Man. My mom does. <laughs> yo, kisses. come on, cousin. Listen, man. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to everybody for all the support throughout this, wait, this entire journey, man. <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody, man. We really, really appreciate y'all, man. Hey, we're going to see y'all next week. To talk about some of the stories that happened in the beginning oh, of 2022. Man. That's if we still here, because the world might not even be here no more, man. Like, yo, no, we, we don't even talk enough hell, about man. the fact that we, we don't talk enough about the fact that billionaires is like, yo, f this whole place. I'm going into space. Like, like they really do oh, that. And we just laugh at it. But anyway, with that funny thing saying, is, we've been talking about that for a long time. We just didn't have the funds. They they actually doing it. Yeah, they're like, yo, that's that. Y'all y'all didn't, y'all didn't ruin this place. I'm somewhere else with it. But um, oh man. man. Check us next week on our first show for 2022. <laughs> we appreciate all the support. Catch everything that we did, everything we will do, and everything that we're doing at the hub of warroomsports.com. Get my book, Sports to Book, at warroomsports.com. But as we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you jump on top. She married to them. For the titty pit. <laughs> for the titty pit.
Are y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.